tune in next week. And I promise we're going to be there next week. Oh, yes. <laughs> so we apologize. For Let's, oops, snoots. <laughs> Let's oops, snoots. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. I'm Heidi. And I'm Vero. And we are going to boop some snoots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are post-Halloween here. Yeah. And if nothing trains your dog more to sit at the door than a Halloween trick-or-treaters, <laughs> that was the time to do it. So I had, it was my birthday. Thank you for all who are listening and saying, happy birthday, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And uh, we had a a get together at our place. And what we did was an open house day. And this was the day before Halloween so that different people could stop in at different times so that we didn't have like a raging party going. There's no more COVID restrictions anymore in our area. But... We decided to organize it that way. So it was two days straight of the doorbell ringing like nonstop. (laughs) And and so I was saying that the pandemic had, you know, Gibbons Manors had sort of fallen to the wayside because not like nobody came over. Well, we got some hardcore training in these last last couple of days. Yeah. And it got to the point where (laughs) when the trick-or-treaters were coming, um, he just didn't even want to get up. Like he didn't even care anymore. <laughs> he was so tired out from it all. Like yeah. he was just there and he was like, and even with a costume on, but it could be because, you know, we did put him through a lot over the weekend, all these people coming through the house. And then when I first put the costume on, he was like, oh, <laughs> oh, what was his costume? He's a nurse, <laughs> a male nurse. He's an essential worker. He's in a, he's a frontliner. <laughs> I decided to make his costume political this year, but anyways, he did very well. And we Good are, job. I think, back in order, uh, front door styles and Good. doorbell reaction styles. Well, that's better than what we did. We pretended oh, yeah. like we weren't home. <laughs> <laughs> did you, Did Ralphie not have a costume? Not yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a, It's been a long process, this costume. So it's gonna I be heard an about after a Halloween costume. <laughs> after a Halloween costume, <laughs> yeah, was, it was so funny because my mother-in-law. I, I think we talked about this on an episode a long time ago. But my mother-in-law has a uh, mini labradoodle named Gracie, and when she gets like fluffy and like curly, I like I wanted since day one to do like the lion's shave, like you know <gasps> when you shave them down but leave them like a big mane like around. <laughs> Yeah. And to the point where I think my mother-in-law was very nervous that I was actually going to do it. So she stopped asking us to dog sit the dog anymore. (laughs) But anyway, so then she came over um, a few days before Halloween. She she was in the area and asked if she could leave Gracie here while she did ran a bunch of errands. And so she dropped Gracie off and she was shaved like down to the skin just about. To the point where, you know how sometimes you shave them and they come home and they're like embarrassed. Like you can't be like, oh <laughs> yeah. my God, because they're just like, they've got like the faces of shame. 
mm-hmm. while she was like, yeah, she's like, don't say anything. She's really embarrassed in it. So anyway, so I, on Halloween, I told her, I'm like, that was your opportunity to do the lion shame. Yeah. <laughs> she said she had to shave her because she was so matted, like it couldn't, it wouldn't come out. Oh. So I was like, that was such a missed opportunity. Yeah. Like, yes, it that was. And I was so like, cute. oh my God, I wanted to do that so bad. I thought about drawing a skeleton on Gibbon because he's so skinny because of his pancreatitis. <laughs> Poor Gibbon. But um, and no, instead he was the male nurse. The nurse. But um, I asked a bunch of other people about their dog's costumes and I saw a bunch of super cute dog costumes online. Oh, yeah. And I saw a dog ta- taco. There was tacos. <laughs> what else did I see? I was trying to look on Instagram. Well, I was just looking up on Instagram recently for, for and we found a um, friend of ours her great Dane was dressed in a Wonder Woman costume <laughs> and like so all out Wonder Woman costume yeah like it wasn't like a pet smart throw it over you oh my goodness I'm seeing another Weimaraner here and all they did was they strapped a shark fin to his back that's the exact same color as his coat <laughs> oh my god it's so cute that's cute. I love the doggo costumes. I like the ones where it's like there's somebody riding on their back, like it, and it makes them look like a horse. Oh have yeah, seen, yeah. Have you seen those ones before? Yeah. Or there was like um, a TikTok video once of somebody who had like a smaller dog, and they strapped this contraption to them that made it look like they had spider legs. And the dog was black oh, yes. too. Do you remember that? Yes, so, and they would yeah. let the dog loose and it would like scare the crap out of people. <laughs> that one was pretty funny. That is funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're we're going to. Anyways, it's like a long process, our costume, but it's going to be fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. It might have to be our costume next year as well. <laughs> and, and do you want to know what? I have to say. My husband and I were trying to watch a creepy show the other night and the show Ooh. in the, in the very first episode had a big old Connie Corso in it. Ooh. And I was like, oh my God, look at him. So uh, it's, See. it's the Netflix series, Midnight Mass. Oh yes. 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 The big, big old jelly Corso mm-hmm. there at the beginning. Yeah. So they had me at episode one. We're Is still trying still, to work through the rest. Do you still see a Connie Corso in your future? I, I still do. Although like a couple of people were trying to talk me out of it. So we went to another birthday party a couple of weekends ago for one of Matt's cousins. And um, my, my mother-in-law is really against getting the Connie Corso. She says it's too big and it's too intimidating. And she heard like horror stories about them. And I'm like, yeah, but you hear horror stories about every dog. Yeah. It depends on the individual dog. So it was Matt's cousins. So my husband's cousin's husband. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Husband's cousin's husband. (laughs) (laughs) HCH. Um, he had one a long time ago and he said that like this thing would like bite at him and growl on him and he was aggressive since day one and they did the dog training and they did the everything and he was just like constantly aggressive with him the owner and like they're supposed to be like one human owners I guess so I didn't ask I, I, I didn't ask any more details about him like if he I'm like did you get him as a puppy and he said yes so 
I don't know what happened there, but again, that's an individual dog thing, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. I think that can happen with any breed. I have, absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe chefs. like Goldens. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not Goldens. <laughs> Probably not. But Dion's. Yes. What else did I want to say? I mean, yesterday would have been the perfect day to get Ralph to like sit at the door because he was just so pooped. Oh, he yeah. He spent the weekend with his cousin Mochi. Mm hmm. And he slept for six hours. We got That's him, awesome. We got him back around one and he just, he would just lie down and fall asleep to the point that I was like, maybe there's something wrong with him. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think that when my dogs first started going to the cottage with my dad, they would come back and sleep like that for like three days. And I'd be like, uh, is everything okay? Yeah. Like <laughs> I even got up this morning and I walked up to his crate and he was just lying there looking at me. <laughs> and he's usually like up and wagging his tail and you can hear it like bang on the crate. <laughs> yep. And I was just like, um, I was sleeping. <laughs> so I was like, is he okay? <laughs> oh my goodness. Do, do, do I know what was crazy about, about my weekend? Sorry to go back to it a little bit though. Is that every time I turned around, I could see people feeding my dog, even though they knew about his pancreatitis. Oh my God. Chips, crackers, shrimp tails. So then you turn around. Do they have kids? <laughs> I, yeah, it's <laughs> true, right? Kids. <laughs> Although I was like Candy. that with some of the kids. I was like, want another cookie? Another want a piece of cake? <laughs> <laughs> want another piece of cake? <laughs> <laughs> There's chocolates over here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he got a whole lot of treats. And to the point where... Matt just started calling him the Roomba. <laughs> Is he okay? Has he had the the brown laser? He did not have the best bowel movements, let's just <laughs> say. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, Ralph, I think, got a lot of treats this weekend that he doesn't usually eat because he was stinky. Oh, yeah? Like farting and stinky. And I was like, maybe he's not feeling good. Oh, like his no. stomach. But no diarrhea. Yeah. So Oh I we got the stinky farts a faux show going. <laughs> They're so bad. It's so bad. Because he doesn't usually toot. Oh, Gibbons a regular toot tutoroo. <laughs> but uh when the treats come his way, it definitely increases the stench. Yeah. Tenfold tenfold. <laughs> Wiggum, my previous dog, he used to like toot and then like walk away. <laughs> He knew he was stinky. That's hilarious. <laughs> I think I said this before too, but my sister's dog, Pogo, the uh, the Dachshund, yeah. if, if a human ever toots around him, he walks away and like looks at you like super <laughs> insulted. Like he hates, <laughs> he hates human furs. He, he's oh, just like, funny. he could be like dead asleep on your lap. And if you let a toot go, he like literally gets up and is just like, my God, <laughs> like trots away. <laughs> In a huff, he do not like. Hmm. I would probably mm -hmm. be his favorite person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to talk about two TED Talks that I listened to about dogs. Mm -hmm. um, well, the first is by Dr. Gregory Burns. Oh. And it's titled, How Dogs Love Us. Da-da-da. 
How, How do, do they, they love, love us? Do they love us? Of course they do. Gibbon, do they? I know, loves me. Yes. <laughs> he I tells know. me. He gives you the, tells I love me. you. I love With his you. his eyes. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this Gregory Burns, I guess he had, I can't remember. I watched this like a couple of weeks ago, so I can't quite remember why he had all these like um, MRI machines at his fingertips. But <laughs> he trained <laughs> he trained dogs to go into an MRI machine so that they can um, get imaging of the brain's activity. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they started training the dogs to put like their head into a tube. Mm-hmm. And then they had to lie still. So they made like a little chin shelf for them um, and trained them to lie still. And then mm-hmm. they used two hand signals. So one was meant hot dogs. And then the the other one meant like nothing, like stay or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they were training the dogs like this means hot dogs. This means and then they would give a hot dog, like a piece of hot dog. Yeah. And then um, so <laughs> they put these dogs they had a couple of dogs actually that they trained and then they put them in MRI machine and they took images and then they showed um, during the Ted talk, an image of like the dog's brain and an image of the human brain. And some of it like is very similar, but there's less, like there's less folds obviously, which means less surface and less volume. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can see that, you know, everything is kind of like in the same spot. And then they could see like orange areas. So whenever they would do like put the hand signal for hot dog, um, like the reward system of the brain would light up. Mm. And then they did more research with smell. So they would bring in a familiar human to do Mm. the experiment to do the hot dog or the other, like the, the other hand signal that means nothing. Um, so it was kind of just like, do dogs like miss us? Like, was it just the hot dogs or were these like dogs more excited because it's like their, their owners? They're human. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they had very different responses depending on the dog. Really? Some dogs were more excited when it was a stranger really yeah so do wow. they love us <laughs> do, they? do they love us i don't but know but then you had like the other dogs that were more excited when it was their owner was it breed specific because wine runners i know probably their owners <laughs> probably <laughs> but then like i know ralph like gets excited when he sees me but he gets also excited when he sees like heidi yes it's true. So would it really matter? Yeah. I think maybe Gibbon would have a bigger response if it was you versus me. You think so? Instead of maybe Ralph, I don't well, know. He ha- well, I have to say that he had a pretty big response when I came home from my trip in the summer when I was gone for like 10 days. Hmm. He was, uh, he was pretty excited to see me when I got yeah. home. So I haven't, yeah, I haven't left. So I haven't really had that experience yet. But like, Hmm. yeah, I don't know. Probably like if it's a stranger, stranger. 
Stranger danger. Stranger danger. <laughs> stranger danger. He might stranger? not have. Stranger danger. <laughs> ah, don't eat the hot dog. But I wonder, but like, I wonder if they experimented with other emotions too. Like somebody who was about to hurt them. Like what would their brain look like? Because is it just sheer excitement no matter what? Whether it's like, you know, the, the, the fight or flight response or whether it's like. Yeah. Excitement so I, of a familiar human. I saw this other um, other video about, I'm not sure if this could really apply though. It might though. Um, so they took sweat samples mm-hmm. of people that were watching a happy movie and mm-hmm. then sweat samples of people that were watching a scary movie. Yeah. And they put them in a like a Tupperware and then there's this room where there's two individuals they are kind of just doing nothing. I think they were reading a book and then they mm-hmm. let the dog in, go smell the sample. So if it was like the happy sample, um, the dog you could see would like light up right away, wag his tail, go up to the stranger, you know, like, hey, hey, like, look at me, like pet me, like super mm-hmm. happy. And then when it was the fear sample, um, so there was the owner and then a stranger the yep. dog would just kind of like put his head up and then just go see the owner and try to like hide behind the owner, um, just kind of lie down beside so like the different owner. Different behavior. Yeah. Huh. Or just like sit against the wall. Huh. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. They're snoots. Crazy. They're a little snoot. They're little so, snoots. They can tell the hormones. Yeah. Imagine if we could tell. That'd be crazy. I just noticed you cut your hair. You got the lion's shave. (laughs) 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 Rawr. Rawr. (laughs) Yes. It's like it was before. Sorry. A little sidebar there, folks. (laughs) I just like noticed. (laughs) Stranger danger. I think it's because that's how I'm used to seeing you. Like your pandemic hair was the longest I'd ever, 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 ever seen it. Yeah. Well, I got it cut and it just kind of feels like I never had long hair. Did you jump in the air like dogs do sometimes after they've been weighed down by heavy hair? Like (laughs) walk out of the salon where you whipping your hair around? Yeah. Back and forth? Blowing it in the wind. Did you drive with your hair, with your head out the side of the window <laughs> on the way home? <laughs> ah, with my so mouth fresh. open. <laughs> I feel so free. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was pretty long. Free. Well, that's crazy. But I, I mean, we kind, we kind of picked up on that when we were talking about their, their snoots, the snoots and sniffers episode. Yeah. Or we talked about them sniffing out disease and stuff like that. I mean, if they can smell out disease, they can definitely pick up on le hormone. Yeah. Hormones. For all you non-French folk in there. <laughs> so hormone. The, the hormone experiment. Um, I, they did because they were wondering if dogs kind of recognize themselves or if they're more like scent oriented, which we know they are. So yes. what they do with babies is that they'll put a baby in front of a mirror with a mm-hmm. like a sticker, like a dot on their forehead. Yep. And if the baby knows it's them in the mirror, they'll reach oh, up to their to forehead take and take it off. Yeah. But let's say they put two babies in front of each other with a dot, then they'll reach and try to take off the dot off the other baby. Yeah. Um, so that did not 
<laughs> that did not go the same with dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so they did like the Did they scent. use peanut butter instead? Because I could see where <laughs> they went wrong. <laughs> so they put like different, uh, they put the same dog in different areas where it was kind of like their own area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then an area that they were unfamiliar with. And how they were like actively sniffing out the area. So obviously, um, they were more interested in the area that was unfamiliar mm-hmm. than the area that kind of already smells like them. Yeah. So it's more about their snoots. Which it's got to be about their snoots because yeah. even it's got to override everything. Because even as you're telling me the story, like tonight, Becky and Gibbon will get into a little bit of a. A little romping around, a little rassle, a little chase back and forth. It's pretty funny. Becky just like gnaws at his blind legs. She just bites <laughs> at his legs. It's amazing. Aww. But anyways, they were in like full on rassling mode. And Gibbon just like literally stopped dead in his tracks and started sniffing at this one spot on the dog bed. And like he wouldn't stop. Like he was like, like what is that? For, for like, for like. 15 to 20 seconds, which doesn't mm. seem like a long time, but it is when yeah. you stop from uh, mid rassle to uh, just like really obsessively like smelling something. And I was just like, what are you smelling? Did hmm. Becky poop her bed? <laughs> Did you go and smell? <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm wondering if it was just like somebody's like leftover dropped food from Could you know, be. Halloween or the or the party that happened the day before. The shrimp. A shrimp tail somewhere. I know he didn't lick or anything, but he was just like nose up against the bed, sniffing away. Ooh, pretty crazy. Something but yes, interesting there. I would. I I totally get that they're very scent orientated. Yeah. Um. Or so oriented. Or orientated. Or, orientated. <laughs> <laughs> Today is your sniffer. Your your snoot orientation. <laughs> Sorry. Orient. We're going to orientate. Orient. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go an episode without not knowing how to say a word. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be something. <laughs> I'm kind of saying me like, blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> um. So this Dr. Gregory Barnes. Mm-hmm. They he kept doing this experiment with other dogs. Um. And then they part. He partnered with can- canine <laughs> companion for independence. Mm-hmm. Um, so the they are the largest service dog training organization in the U.S. And they're taking some of these the dogs to do MRIs to predict um, if they're going to be good service dogs. Oh, yeah. Depending on like, their I guess reactions. how reactive their brain is to certain things. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, too. Crazy. Yeah. Imagine if we did that on humans. <laughs> it's like, what gets Heidi excited? Or, do we want to hire Heidi? Nope. <laughs> she is too excitable. <laughs> Imagine if we could, like, if we could smell like dogs, everything, hormones, and all oh that. Oh, my God. Like, how much more difficult would life be? It, it would be difficult. I was going to say it would be overwhelming. It's like it's like in that episode, um, 
or not episode. I think it was a movie with Jim Carrey where he's gone, Bruce Almighty. And oh, he, yeah. Uh, and he wakes up in the morning and is hearing everybody's prayers. And he's like, ah, and it's like, he can't get them out of his head. And so he he's like, all right, put them in email form. <laughs> and then he starts like crazily answering like emails, people's prayers. But um, that's what it would be like, I think. Like my my snoot's been through enough. <laughs> Being it would just be so weird. Oh, it would. It would be so weird. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we would be able to tell a lot better if we like somebody or not. Like, you know, whether to bother w- wasting your time getting to know someone. You'd be like, no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Could you turn around so I could sniff your butt, please? <laughs> we could use nope, like our this is not lie detector sniffs. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that would be good. That would be a good way to, I wonder if they could like teach dogs to sniff out liars. (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be a hormone that's released when you lie. It might make my job easier. (laughs) 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 Oh my goodness. Um, So this other video, I've actually watched three videos, but the, the second video, the thing that kind of stood out to me, um, this lady called Julia Espinosa. Sorry, Julia. (laughs) Espinosa. The TED Talk is called The Secret Life of Dogs. So amongst other things, she talked about dog shelters um, and how over the years we've been breeding dogs so that they can look more and more like babies. Oh, that creeps me out. Yeah. And then she was talking about um, the expression on dogs' faces, you know, like the uh, crease in the middle and the eyebrows that are kind of wiggly. Mm-hmm. And then she said that dogs who have more expressive faces are more likely to get adopted in a dog shelter. I agree with that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I never actually thought of that. Although, I will counter that argument just a little bit. Because there's the whole sensation of the whole grumpy cat thing. And what was one of our Insta favorites <laughs> with the like super like crazy face? Oh. Do you remember? I forget. But anyways, so like I have an Insta account for Gibbon, but I do not for Becky. And it's because she does not like to be photographed and she puts on like the derpiest of faces. But all of my friends who meet her, they're like, why don't why don't you put Becky on Instagram? People would totally love like yeah. her derp faces, you know what I mean? And her sad faces. So it's not even, well, I guess it's like a form of, of expression, but it's not like a nice one. Like Gibbon has like a pretty expressive <laughs> face, I would say. But Becky's yeah. is just, she's she's a one trick pony and it's like, oh my God, they're trying to kill me here and they abuse me and they never feed me. That's like <laughs> the face she gives when you pull out your camera, Aww. even though she's living her best life. Ralph has two expressions. He has the like a smile face. Yeah. And then he has a huh? <laughs> face. <laughs> <laughs> like the derpy, like, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's mm-hmm. going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my but, God. Um, so I don't know wh- what their meaning behind expressive face is. Maybe she is talking about like the grumpy cats of the dog 
of the dog celebrity sort of world. Maybe. But, but um, like, if you look at, like, um, I don't know, what's a breed that might not have? I was going to say pit bull, terriers. but I feel like that's not a good <laughs> Terriers. Maybe that's why I don't like terriers very much, because they all look the same to me. They all look like an oh, yeah. English professor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He's about to, you know, assign you a big paper. Or like, even like little dogs. I don't know. Not long. Some of them are, some of them are expressive. Like Pickle's pretty expressive. Yeah. Pickle is a friend of ours dog. He's the one who traveled with us out, out, out west to Vancouver this past summer. Um, But yeah, so sorry, continue. So she said dogs at the shelter. Yeah, the so there's a correlation there, the more, yeah. between expressive faces and adoption. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Poor I want to know what she means by expressive faces. Well, she means like the um, like the crease, the crease between your eyebrows, and like like Wiggum had that. You could really tell when his eyebrows were like all white because he was old, and he yeah. would just lie down and he would just kind of like watch you walk by, <laughs> just like one eyebrow is going up. The other one's going down, and then you walk the other way, and it changes. Oh my god! <laughs> so it was just kind of like you kind of like had an expressive face. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so I watched a TED talk by Rodney Habib. Yes. Do you know Rodney Habib? I do. He works with Karen Becker. Yes. So they wrote the Forever Dog. Yeah. Um. Surprising new science to help your canine, and then it's dot 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 to help your your canine companion live younger, healthier, and longer, which is available to purchase now. Mm-hmm. Um, which I will read. But he was talking about um, longevity, mm-hmm. so he named five things that will help your dog live longer. Because he was talking about how now dogs live an average of 10 years mm-hmm. and like 10 years ago it was 11 years and he was showing dogs that were like 25 year, 22 years old um, and all that and that used to be the norm yeah but it's not anymore and the same with cats so he was talking about what are things to make your dog or your cat live longer number one food food yeah so yeah food caloric restrictions (laughs) (laughs) i love how carefully you said that (laughs) she leaned into the mic everybody with a concerned brow raised caloric (laughs) i would get adopted at the dog shelter <laughs> caloric caloric <laughs> restrictions so more than 51 percent of dogs and cats are obese now yes mm-hmm. so it's better yep. to almost like underfeed your dog a little bit yes than to overfeed it a little bit well then gibbs is going to live forever forever <laughs> <laughs> um stress resistance Mm-hmm. So that's when they did the like fear versus happy movie. Okay. So they they seem to like dogs that are in a 
have an environment that's just like happy and stress-free um, seem to live longer. And it's the same for humans, I believe. Less hmm. stress, you live longer. Makes sense. Um, insulin signaling. So a lot of the pet food now is high in starch. Um, most of it is 50 to 70% carbohydrates, which means your blood sugar shoots up, which means that your insulin level shoots up, your inflammation shoots up, your cell replication shoots up, you age faster. Mm -hmm. So watch out on the carbohydrates and the sugars in your pet, mm -hmm. pet's food. Um, and then he said, as number three, repair damage. So I think we've talked about this before, how your gut is your microbiome. Um, oh, yes. You know, it's pretty much, it affects your immune system. If mm -hmm. your gut's off, your immune system is off. Um, and then they did an experiment food like kibble versus raw and they saw that with the raw there was better and more diverse microbiome yeah so that helps your your pet fight diseases and boost up your immune system mm -hmm. same for humans yes don't eat raw food though cook it but like <laughs> you know if you're eating vegetables and probiotics and all of that it's all good for you mm-hmm and then I and and I can't talk environmental factors. Mm -hmm. So number one is exercise, and yes. that affects all the other ones, right? It reduces stress, reduces blood sugar, reduces insulin, and so on. Yes. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. So the stress a, resistance. A few friends that I met over the this past week who have dogs as well we're talking about like dog food and stories from their dogs and stuff like this and I was surprised that like how many people feed their dogs like really crappy food so this one friend of my husband's came over and they have an uh, Australian cattle dog like Whoa. it's those like super cute ones that have like dotted fur and they look like little dingoes kind of yeah and um anyways and they, she was, she was feeding him Purina, which I was like, ew, I'm judging you, but I <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't say this in case they listen, but um, anyways, but uh, no, but people can like, can only get what they afford, right? Like this is when we did our whole food episode, it's like you make the best choice, like, but also like that you can afford. Yeah. And I still think there's a lot of people out there that just don't know. Or that just don't, yeah, they don't know, but at the same time, I don't think they can afford it because yeah. when I told these people that we spend like a hundred dollars a bag of food for Gibbs, like they were pretty shocked by it. But again, not knowing about the, um, nutrition, the nutritional benefits behind the food that they're getting for their dogs. But anyway, so she told the story. So the dog was on Purina and she ran out of dog food and so just went to like, the closest store or whatever because she needed to give the dog something and got a bag of kibbles and bits oh no <laughs> which is basically like <laughs> dyed like drywall 
<laughs> it's like literally like dyed like different colors and it's like McDonald's like to the max for your dog. Yeah. Not even, I would say worse than McDonald's. But anyway, so she said she would never do that again. And I was like, oh my God, why? And, and I, I'm like, did he have like really bad diarrhea? And she said, no, he didn't have diarrhea, but he d- what didn't have any nutrition from it so he started eating dirt like just big mouthfuls of dirt he was eating dirt out of their plants and he was eating like all of the plants in their house and he was eating grass like non-stop and like just looking for like nutrition out of something because Mm. like there's nothing to kibbles and bits like I can remember one time my dad forgot dog food on the way to the cottage and our cottage is not close to like any kind of stores like whatsoever so he stopped at like a corner store and got a bag of kibbles and bits and when becky came home like they loved it it's just like you know taking kids to mcdonald's they love it (laughs) i'm loving it (laughs) and uh (laughs) but uh there's there's nothing to it but um when Becky got back from the cottage though, she woke me up four times throughout the night and just had like the worst diarrhea like ever. And she's got a pretty strong stomach, like not sensitive at all. And it was just like non-stop for like days until she got better. And I was like, dad, you can't do that anymore. And he was like, yeah, he's like, I don't think it, I don't, he's like, they loved it though. And I'm like, yeah, no doubt. But I'm like, it made them very sick. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I know I could see them starting to get sick at the cottage. And I was like, then just don't feed them. Like, yeah. It's almost better to just pass them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I then mean, you can else- still put some stuff on there, right? Like the Purina, you can still put an egg. Yeah. Fruits, like berries. Yeah. Veggies. Mm-hmm. Spinach. It's a eat it. Spinach. Spinach. <laughs> Spinach. But, um, yeah, no, it's pretty brutal. And, like, other people had similar stories where it's like their dog would just start, like, eating weird stuff in the house that they didn't normally. And it was probably, like, a nutrition issue from the crop-ass food that they were feeding them. Mm-hmm. You know? Because if you don't know, well, now you know. Well, now you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. My neighbors at the back, mm-hmm. my, my back neighbors. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they had a golden retriever before, mm-hmm. and his name was Harry. Mm-hmm. And they had to put him down not too long ago because he had cancer, and he was only like five or six years old. Anyways, mm-hmm. it was very sad. But this weekend, they got a new puppy. Oh, my goodness. And she's adorable. I only What's saw pictures, name? though. It's a golden retriever. Hazel. Oh, yes. Hazel. So cute. I can't wait to meet her. Oh. Yeah. Puppies are the best. I know. I love the puppies. I want puppy snuggles. <laughs> Popeyes! 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 Popeyes. It almost, almost makes me want to become a breeder. (laughs) Maybe that's something like I would do if I won the lottery. Become a breeder and have Popeyes all the time. Doggy daycare. Puppy daycare. Yes, Popeyes only daycare. (laughs) (laughs) We can, we can call it like what is it like a finishing school for Popeyes <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome puppy soch puppy soch 
that would be cute. Yeah. Oh, let's do it. Hundo P. I'm down. <laughs> that would be awesome. Just dreaming over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine. Imagine. That would be amazing. Is that a wrap? That is a wrap. It is a wrap? It's a wrap. <laughs> well, that is wrap, folks. <laughs> Tune in next week. And I promise we're going to be there next week. Oh, yes. <laughs> so we apologize. For Let's, oops, snoots. <laughs> Let's oops, snoots. <laughs> we apologize for missing an episode. But next week, I know we said that last time and it didn't happen. <laughs> but next week, <laughs> we'll be here. So tune in next Wednesday on Let's Boop Snoots. Boop. Boop.